Good afternoon, everybody. It's Mikey here again with a, another match preview for Everton versus Brighton on Saturday, the 26th of October. I'm very pleased to say we're joined by friend of the show, Stevie Cummins today. How are you, Stevie? Very good, thanks, Mikey. How are you doing? I'm very well, thanks. Thanks for coming on for the uh, second bubble cast for the no problem. Uh, thanks Looking for having me. Looking forward to hearing your insights into it. So, um, obviously, Saturday, mate. How, uh, what did you think of that? Uh, to be fair, it's probably the most complete performance we've seen in a long time, probably since the end of last season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we played with with a tempo that just couldn't be matched by West Ham. They didn't really know. Uh, how to deal with us. I, I think um, um, Gomez and Davies in the middle made a big difference, didn't they? I think that we we went forward a lot more and a lot quicker yeah. rather than going sideways and uh, backwards with, with what Schneidlin's been doing. Yeah, I've, I've, it was just a, it seemed a lot more energy about the team. Um, you know, to, watching Tom Davies, he was playing one, two-touch passing mm-hmm. and most of the time going forwards, which you know we've been crying out for 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 the whole season so far. I mean, Schneiderlin, he's, he's tidy on the ball for the most part, but it's yeah, just, yeah. it's not assertive enough. But Do you I think, think he makes those little six-yard passes to make his stats look good sometimes? I just think he, it's could be a confidence thing where, you know, he's he's a bit afraid to take the riskier pass. Um, and yeah, he's just, he wants to make sure he gets the ball to another player. Um, kind of taking responsibility. I think you know Tom Davis wasn't afraid to make no, a riskier pass. Yeah, he's got nothing to lose, really. Tom Davis. He's been out of the team for a long time, hasn't he? And, exactly. Uh, I think he's more than earned his place in the team um, on Saturday. Uh, he yeah. looks really good next to Gomez. I think playing next to Gomez um, will give him confidence as well because he's so good on the ball. Gomez he wins the ball back well. Does the the stuff that no one really notices, the dirty, niggly little bits. That, yeah. Um, that maybe Guy was doing a little bit last year, so maybe Gomez a slightly different role for him this year. Yeah, could be. Um, I I noticed his his positioning is just you know it's it's what separates him. I think. Yeah. Um, he's he's always free to get the ball. He's not afraid to get it with his back to goal. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, if there's a player coming up behind him, all he'll do is drop a shoulder, go the other way, and he's lost him. Yeah, he's pretty sexy uh, on that ball, isn't yeah, he? He's, he's uh... just, yeah. <laughs> so, there's a couple of other talking points from Saturday. Um, obviously, Awobi playing in the 10. Yes. Um, but then Gilfie coming on and scoring a wealthy. I know. Uh, it's it's a bit of a uh, catch-22, isn't it, really? Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, for me, I think um, Awobi did enough. The chance that he yeah. had when he was through one-on-one, Yeah. I don't think Gilfie makes that run. But I think if he does, Gilfie scores. Yeah, I think he... Yeah, I mean, you can see from the replays, he's tried to catch it with the outside of his foot and he's just mishit it. Yeah. But I think there's there's a few points to be made for that chance. I think the centre-backs are worried about Richarlison with the ball at his feet. Yeah. If that's DCL, I don't think the defenders are that worried no, he's that he's going to do something. Does, yeah. yeah. Um, so he's run across... Dragged, uh, I think it was Issa Diop who's playing on the right side, and then yeah. Wobie's free. Um, but it's his pace that's got him into that position, and yeah, which Gilfie doesn't have, does he? He's right. a bit tidier on the ball, but again, it's that conundrum with with does he do a similar thing to Schneidlin? Does he slow the play down and play easier balls rather mm. than going for the throat? Yeah, I think he 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 can play that sort of 
defence cut in pass, but it's just, again, the fear of, especially being at Goodison, if it doesn't come off, then you get yeah. the groans from the crowd. But It can be a bit nasty on it sometimes, yeah, but we're it all guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. And then I think there was one more person you wanted to touch on, wasn't there, from Saturday, and that was Yeri Mina. Yeah, he, top draw. Uh, I mean, he's finally finding his feet. Yeah. Um, I think when he played last year, he was... I don't know if he was 100% fit because he looks a complete different animal this year. Yeah, he was. He, he had a lot of niggly injuries last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he's dangerous from set pieces. I think uh, he's got seven shots on target, I think, which is the <laughs> most of all of our players. And he's about what is he, six foot five. So Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think his goal really should have been disallowed. I've never really quite worked out what that was for. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Been... But anyway, we won in the end, didn't we? So uh, yeah. that, that's the convincingly. Yeah, well, it was a it was the most one sided two 0 win I've seen for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so Brighton, moving on to Brighton, that's what the podcast is about. I know the last yeah. five games, drawn two, lost two, one one. Uh, they was a bit unlucky against Villa, were they on Saturday? Would you say? Um. <clears throat> I think you can always say you're a bit unlucky with the last minute loss. Yeah. But, I mean, they played a large portion of the game with 10 men. So you're always going to look to be defensive mm. from that point of view. Um, I think if if it stayed 11 versus 11, I think they might have come away with a win. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think uh, that having the man down was always a, a tough thing. But I think... Um... Under Chris Hooton, they were very organised and defensive, weren't they? Yeah. And, um, I think they're playing a slightly more expansive style this year. Yeah, I've I've seen Graham Potter's been playing a three five. He played a three five two for a few games, yeah. and I think he went to a four four two at Villa. Yeah. Um, with pace, pace up front, Aaron Connolly and more pay up top have got you know pace to burn. Yeah. Um, so I think they could be a, a a threat for us going forwards on the counter. Yeah, but I what... don't think they're they're going to sit back against us. I think they're going to try and play. Well, that's good because we struggle against teams, don't we? That tend to sit back. We run out of ideas. Yeah, so, yeah, um, and I think we we noticed that massively in the Burnley game. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. And what are they? Do you know what they like from set pieces? I haven't seen much of Brighton this year, and that's our Achilles heel, isn't it? Uh, well, they've got. Pascal Gross, he's probably their their best set piece taker. He's got a good delivery. Yeah. Um, their goal against Villa was a back post header. Mm-hmm. Um, it was poor marking from Villa, so you know they could use. We're good at that, aren't we? Yeah, poor marking. From yeah, corners. just just switching off, and so I don't, they could be a threat. They've got, I mean, three. They got Lewis Dunk, Webster, and um, and Dan Byrne. Yeah, three six foot plus players that could potentially be dangerous from set pieces so we've just got to be wary of that I think it looks like we swerved the, the zonal marking a bit on Saturday as well so maybe that he's, he's Marco's finally sort of seen the error of his ways I, I noticed they yeah. were lining up a bit more man for man it wasn't perfect but yeah, know, it, was, uh, it was better yeah I think you know we, we were always setting up with the three across the six yard box weren't we yeah and most I think we Obviously, Burnley, they've just clipped it to the back post. And Jeff yeah, he Hendrick watched was... the ball go over his head, didn't he? And, uh, yeah, and that really happened, get there. happened in the first half as well. Mm. But I think that situation there, if it's 
if it, we haven't gone into half time yet, that's got to be sorted out on the pitch by either the goalkeeper, yeah, or the men that aren't man marking. Yeah, they've got to notice that and organise it themselves. So, right. yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, our form obviously pretty well, been pretty bad bar the West Ham game, hasn't it? In the last five games, yes. Um, what are your thoughts on that, really, over the course of the last five games? Well, I think we've got what we've deserved, really. They this just looked like there was a bit of lack of um, ideas, mm. um, but I think it's it's massively helped playing against West Ham, a team that actually want to try and play some expansive football. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. They we... don't travel particularly well either, West Ham, do they? No. So it was a good game for us to have. Yeah, and I think playing them playing two attacking full-backs, we exploited the gaps that they left pretty well with playing the ball into the channels for Richarlison. Yeah, it was much quicker, wasn't it? So Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, obviously, Brighton... A place below us in the league, I think, aren't they? They're 16th, we're 15th. Yeah, they're in, four, in and they're around. On nine. Yeah, so I think this is a big game for us in a way. We'll sort of see what Silver does because mm-hmm. I think on Saturday he was almost forced into making changes, wasn't he? With Coleman out, um, Delph injured. Yeah. I hope he doesn't revert back to type. And uh, if Delph, Delph's back and Coleman's back, put them in. Because I thought Sadibi was one of our best players as well as Davies. Yeah, I thought he was outstanding. And you could even see from the brief glimpse that we had. So, for example, the Lincoln game. Yeah, I know it's only Lincoln, but he was a head and shoulders above anyone on our team, really. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I think he uh, he needs to run a games, and uh, we've got a buy but or an offer to buy. Um, is it twelve million euros? So I think we need to see what he's like. Cause Coleman's thirty now, and. I think yeah. he's slowly declining. So we definitely need cover there. John Joe Kenny tearing it up in uh, the Bundesliga yeah, as well. He's been, will be good competition. He's been a shining light for Schalke this year already. Yeah, so um that's uh that's that's a good thing for us. It's good to get the young players out on loan. Yeah. Um I, I think if we need to put a win on the board on Saturday and is it Tottenham the week after at home? Yeah. So they're not playing particularly well. So it's a real chance for us to get up that league table, isn't it? I mean, a couple yeah. of wins puts you straight straight back in contention. Well, and, it's, the and it's an away game. Our away form has been, you know, Crap. shoddy. <laughs> shoddy, I would say. Yeah. Um, and to get a win away from home, we haven't won at the Amex yet. No, we always do. We, I mean, we put a dire performance in last year and then yeah. the year before Rooney rescued us, didn't yeah. he? A penalty. So I think... Um, I think it's time for us to change that. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think he'll do Saturday team-wise? Well, I would like to see him go unchanged. I enjoyed the our two wingers, Walcott and Bernard. I loved how direct they were with the ball. Um, yeah. I don't think their defence would be able to cope with their pace. If they go with four four two again, I think mm. they played... Um, Dan Byrne at left back, who is not natural left back, not natural left back, and he's so tall. If you get, you know, attack him, make him, you know, jockey you and go in and out, and yeah, I don't think he'd be able to live with it. Richarlison could tear him to tear him to pieces there, couldn't he? And um, I think I agree with you there, mate. I wouldn't change the team at all. I think um, I mentioned in my previous match preview uh, for West Ham the importance of the Dina. 
Bernard partnership. Yeah. And I think that was very evident again on Saturday, wasn't it? It they, was. They link up so well and they're a real friend. Yeah, they've got a great understanding. And I think it's shown when they haven't been on the pitch together that, you know, it's just not quite been the same. Yeah, because we were shoehorning Sigurdsson into that side, weren't we? With yeah. Awobi on the left. So I, th- I think um, I- I'm quite confident going into Saturday, to be honest with you. Yeah. As long as he doesn't tinker with it too much. Yeah, um, hopefully he doesn't. Um, I mean, we could see that the, the team chemistry was, it was there. Yeah. Everyone seemed to play as one unit, which, yeah. you know, that's what that's what you need, especially going to a tough ground. Yeah, it's it's never easy to play there, is it? We we need to we need to create more chances away from home. I think I think we're very guilty of not creating enough, especially against the in inverted commas the lower teams. Yeah, will sort of tend to sit back. I think um, the danger for us is if Brighton score early, they will just defend, won't they? Yeah, and I think I mean we saw from going there last year that if they sit back, you know they've got the players to to win the ball, just lump it forwards and they're more than yeah. happy just to sit back. Yeah, solid at the back, aren't they? Yeah. And, um, so, I think bringing us on to Marco Silva then, um, what I was pleased with on Saturday was the way the players played for him because I, I was starting to think that maybe that we're uh, he's lost the dressing room slightly with some of the performances but yeah. they were all up for it, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, every single one of the players looked ready to play. Um, I think they could sense themselves that something big needed to happen um you know you always hear about in the post-match interviews about the crowd being amazing um and too much of too much of that after a poor performance though players coming out and spouting the same stuff that we've heard for years isn't there yeah it gets it gets frustrating um obviously it was i don't know if you saw walcott's interview after the game but I didn't know that. No. He mentioned about how all the negative press was just, it was a load of rubbish. You know, they knew as a group themselves what they needed to do, how they were going to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's key, you know. He was great as well, wasn't he, on Saturday? Walcott, probably the best I've seen him play for us. Yeah, that volley that pinged off oh. the bar. Yeah, there was nearly limbs in the Gladys oh. Street with that, I tell you. <laughs> Shades of limbs, Arteta versus Fiorentina. Yeah, maybe not quite, but um, <laughs> I know also you've you've touched on um, on Seamus Coleman because um, he's the club captain, isn't he? Yeah. And um, you were saying to me the other day that Marco Marco likes attacking fullbacks, etc. Yeah. Um, so do you do you think that that could be the change for him now? I I, I, I wouldn't say I'd like to see it because obviously Coleman he's Everton through and through, but mm. I think it's come to a point where. And I think it was after his leg break. Yeah, um, yeah, he's, yeah. he's kind of lost a bit of speed. Um, you know, we see him drive down the line, but then it gets to maybe just into the final third. He'll stop the ball and pass it inside. Yeah, Whereas, that's very frustrating. Yeah, I think I think watching Sidibe, he might play the ball inside, but he'll keep bombing on to maybe look for a one-two or... Yeah, he's quick as well, isn't he? Yeah, and... He, I think teams are kind of sussed out with us with Coleman at right back. If we cut off the left side, if we cut off Dinya's production and Bernard, for example, yeah, we're forced to play down the right and we're not really going to produce much down there with him. 
I agree with you, mate. I completely agree with you. It would end up, like you said, Coleman would end up coming back and it would go with a bit sort of like a cross from deep that came in that's easy for the opposition to defend. Yeah. Um, so uh, I know as well, we were talking yesterday, weren't we, about yeah. whether we thought he was ever in danger of getting sacked. And, yeah. and I think we disagree slightly. You, you didn't think that he was. I don't, I don't think he was purely because of the position we were in when Koeman was let go. It was yeah. pretty much the same, and there's been a slight structure change within the club. Yeah, um, and I think there maybe not everyone was on the same page with where we wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of how the club was run, I don't know, but the fact that we've had this poor run of form and Silver is still there, um, I think Church that I think that are. sends a message that. You know they 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 want to stick with him. I think he was Mashiri's choice as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Silva. He, we pursued him after we sacked Kuman. So yeah, I I, I agree. Um, I I thought he was in danger of getting sacked. To be honest, I think if a poor performance was put out against West Ham and a heavy home defeat, I couldn't really see a way back from him for that. Yeah. But, um, I I think I'd like to see him given time. I think we've we've seen that sacking managers too early doesn't really do anything, does it? No. So it's just. Going to be another manager with a no more cash to spend, bringing in new players and another transitional season. So exactly, I mean, we've, got, we've got to give him a bit of time. Stability is, you know, is key. I mean, yeah. if you look at Pochettino when he came to Spurs, they weren't, you know, a, a top four side immediately. Nowhere near, no, yeah. Even Klopp at Liverpool as well. Yeah. Uh, so you know, we've we've definitely got to give him time on that. Um, so what about Saturday then? How do you see it panning out, mate? Uh, I think if we start quick, um, I think if we, you know, we're solid at the back, we don't try and you know take too many risks. Um, then I think we could go on and maybe have a two nil win. Yeah. Um, oh, I think the crazy. the only danger we've got from them is set pieces. I think that's the danger when we play anyone, isn't that's, it? But... Yeah. I, I liked. I, I thought last week was better defending them, so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on that one, bud. And uh, I, I agree with you, mate. I think we'll. I think we'll win this game. I think the early goal for us is is going to be key. We got it last week, didn't we? Yeah. After about fifteen, sixteen minutes, and we really kicked on from there. So, I'd like to see a similar sort of performance. Um, but to be honest, I'm not really asked if it's one nil and goes in off the back of the goalkeeper. Well, so yeah, <laughs> wins a win at the end of the day away from home. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, mate. Well, listen, Stevie, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks uh, very I'm much. I'm sure everyone will be really interested in uh, what, you, what you've got to say. And thanks for your um, insight into Brighton as well. And uh, we'll we'll have you on again soon, mate. Been a pleasure. Cheers, yeah, Mikey. Cheers. Take care, mate. See ya. And that's uh, the end of this week's uh, pre-match, ga- uh, pre-match review for Brighton away. Uh, me and Stevie have gone for a 2-0 win to Everton so share your thoughts on uh, what you think uh, the team will be where you think we could improve and um, what you think the score will be and uh, until next week guys see you later